The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. Good morning, America. Welcome, Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTUV, WXYZ people, and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at Sons of Liberty Media.com. And for our Muslim friends, I'm <clears throat> the infidel that Allah warned you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us here on. Saturday, and if you'd like to check us out online, please do so, sonsoflibertyradio.com and sonsoflibertymedia.com. And if you'd like to join the video portion of the radio show, please do so at sonsoflibertymedia.com. Scroll down, we're going live right there on the right side of the page. We're not streaming today live on the Sons of Liberty YouTube page, and there's a reason for that. Uh, we have two strikes. We've got to keep those, we've got to keep those, um, page as clean as we can when the government paid trolls come in on Saturday after Kate. So we're going to stream on setting brush fires. And uh, yes, the troll slayer, the troll slayer is here. Uh, I will deal with them and I will deal with them in a permanent fashion to where they'll just waste their time typing a bunch of stuff and be shadow banned. <laughs> it's wonderful. It's a wonderful thing uh, that you can do to eliminate those who are the paid trolls. Um, you can also watch that live video stream on Twitter at FPP Tim Periscope and Twitch at Setting Brush Fires. Our Facebook page is Bradley Dean SOL. And though we're not streaming to the Sons of Liberty channel this morning, you can check that out at B. Dean Sons of Liberty on YouTube. Before it's news.com, we are still up uh, over there and uh, right there on the front page. And then DLive.tv at The Sons of Liberty. You can also find us on Spreely Gab, MeWe Minds, and USA.life at Sons of Liberty and Sons of Liberty Media. And then we're on Telegram. I've got a group set up. I'm not really in it that much because i got so much going on. But if you guys like the company that you have here in the chat room on Sons of Liberty and uh, Setting Brush Fires, you can pick that up at Sons of Liberty on the Telegram app. Uh, also, if you want to call into the show, the phone lines are open, 215-TOP-TALK, 215-867-8255. Those of you watching my video, it's in the bottom right portion of your screen in case you missed that. If you want to call in, you got a question or a comment, uh, you're welcome to do so. Now, yes, Kate is with us today. <laughs> Some people are asking about that. And um, <clears throat> we are going to bring her on here in just a moment. Uh, we're going to be talking about a smallpox and a little town there in England um, from way back when, and then all the, all the way up and related to what's going on today with this whole COVID nonsense and uh, the vaccinations that they are pushing. And rest assured, they're going to push them. You guys think they're stopping that in the U.S. because of the elections? You're not paying attention. 
This stuff continues to move forward, and it's going to continue to move forward both here and in the UK and in other places of the world. So to help me do that, uh, my co-host for today is Kate Shimarani. Good morning, Kate. Hi, good morning, or good afternoon here in the UK. Yeah, you guys finally caught up with the time, uh, so we're we're good to go in that, um, and you're able to uh, we're able to be on the same time now. Uh, you guys had the clock change last week, so that's why we had some delay, and we went over I think about two hours or something last week. So I'm glad that you that we're on the same time again, and uh, you got some fascinating things to tell us. I think about what's going on there, some exciting things that you and Dr. Corbett are working on, and then also you've got some stuff to talk about about history and about what we're dealing with right now. So I'm going to turn it over to you. Yeah, so it's strange times in the UK. We had uh, Parliament voting a majority vote that the country would go into another unlawful lockup. Um, remember, this is an act, so telling you to close your businesses and everything else, it's, it's actually not the law. <laughs> and, and then we had Pretty Patel um, saying that you couldn't protest in groups of more than two. Um, and, you know, our, our human rights is that we can protest. So now what's happening is, it's, it's, I don't even think it's communism. You know, you can't uh, go out and speak out against the government. You're not allowed. So that's totalitarianism straight away. And uh, we saw lots of people coming out in London and you saw the TSG, these riot guys, big guys. Uh, uh, you know, you know I, I was looking we're in my town where I live. I've lived here for 18 years and I'm in and out of that town all the time, be it driving through when I used to go to school, to ballet lessons, to swimming, up and down, up and down. I think I could count on one hand the amount of times I've seen two cops walking up the high street, because generally they're in cars. You very rarely see any cops walking around on it. And that's straight up, you know, hands on my heart there. Yesterday, I saw two cops uh, walking up the high street in their stab vest, their uniforms, as the kids were all coming down the high street. Because our local secondary school, uh, which is year seven, through to when they finish school, so they're 12 year olds and up till they're 18, they all come down the high street, loads of them. And these two cops were walking there as all the kids were coming out. Now, maybe they were there, I don't know, maybe, who knows? But all of a sudden, you're telling me during lockdown, we need a police presence out there. Who knows why they were there? And the thing that I noticed straight away was both of them could have done with my dietary advice because they were both porkers. And, uh, uh, these cops, these TSG cops, they look really big, some of them, and quite fit. And uh, there's a lot of um, talk about, are they actually police? What do they do? So all the riot police were out. There were masses of them. And some of it got quite ugly. These were peaceful, peaceful people. They were being kettled and broken up where they surround them, broken up and trying to disperse the public. But then I watched some very harrowing footage from Liverpool. And um, they were really quite brutal. And they were, they were kneeling on a guy's neck. And we've all seen that. And that's not a technique, I believe. It's downright dangerous. And there was a young girl crying and just horrible and ugly. And now we're seeing people going, well, I'm not closing, not closing my businesses. And the police are pitching up with the environmental team. So they're all standing together. I was looking at this. Cops there, environmental team, cops all standing shoulder to shoulder. And to take a sane moment here, folks, this is a pandemic that kills less than 1%. If we go with the narrative that it exists, 
kills less than 1% using a test which has proven to throw up 93% false positives, testing healthy asymptomatic people, people that have never been ill, they're never sick, they're not showing any signs or symptoms of being ill, and they don't come ill afterwards. And we're told test centres are full, hospitals are overflowing, a lie, people are videoing it. I've got a great whistleblower from a really busy A&E department. She took a photo, completely empty. This week, there was a care assistant, healthcare assistant, came out very publicly. Not only did she say they're quiet and it's all a lie, she resigned on camera and she'd taken a photograph of the system showing that there aren't the deaths and there were only something like two patients in the hospital. So we're getting told all this. If you think logically, all of us that were in Trafalgar Square all of us that were there again on the 19th, all of them that were out rallying, all of the Black Lives Matter, technically, we should see piles and piles of bodies everywhere. If you can't see this for what it is, I don't know what entity has taken over your brains. And when you talk about, um, you know, some of the trolls in the chat room, there's actually a girl that I was really good friends with who I loaned money to, um, who'd got... One of her daughters was self-harming. One of her daughters um, suffered from psychological problems and anxiety. And and one of her daughters cleared her bank account out. And I loaned her money. And she didn't dare tell her fiancé. And she was a good friend. And she's not only come out against me when she hated nursing herself, she completely, utterly stalks anything that I write, which is really bizarre to me. And the only way I can put it into my mind is, she must by now know it's all a lie. Um, this particular whistleblower who works in a big A&E department was telling me that the nurses were fighting, infighting, because the day staff were taking the best things out, the food parcels, and the night staff were getting what's left over, and how guilty some of them felt because the departments were empty and the public was sending in all this food and they were getting all these discounts, and they'd had to sign documents to say that they wouldn't speak about it. They're not allowed to speak about anything to do with COVID-19. Now they're being offered vouchers, luncheon vouchers for £6 something to go and have the flu vaccine. This person stalking me, you know, I'm not stalking her. I just pray for her. But she's stalking me, and the only thing I can think of is, she. I'm right. They know I'm right. That's why I'm still here. No matter what you do, I won't go away because in the book of Daniel, they got thrown into fire and God saved them. The world is full of evil doings, but always, always, light always will win. Always, will always come out on top until the Messiah comes and gets rid of all the evil. So all of these evil doings, the world is full of people that will do evil things. But there is always, and what's, what's that saying? It's gone out of my head now about that the righteous will inherit the earth. And so these people that are fighting who are in the health service, they know it's a lie. They absolutely know it's a lie. And so they're fighting to keep it. It's, it's, a, it's really difficult to admit that you're wrong and you're part of it and you're part of the lie and you've kept it covered up because then that reflects on you. Now we had in the press this week as well about a retired nurse in her 70s and her mother was in a nursing home and she hadn't seen her mother since the initial lockup. So they'd gone there with her granddaughter as well 
saw her mother and decided they were just going to take her out. They've got power of attorney over the mother, the grandmother, if you put the three of them. They took her out in the car. They actually took her and bought her an afternoon tea, scone and cream and jam and a cup of tea. And the police arrested the 70, early 70-year-old 70 uh, retired nurse and daughter. They arrested her and drove the granny back to the nursing home and put her back in there. What has happened in this society? This woman said, I am a retired nurse, trained nurse, qualified nurse. I want to take care of my own mother at home. And they won't let her, even though she has power of attorney. Why is that? And then this very nurse that's whistleblowing to me, she's not just telling me in an interview, she's actually going to give a taped statement. She's going to speak to our barrister and she's going to give the statement to him. There's a doctor in that A&E department whose father came in, was very sick. He was treated upon the ward, got much better. And then they got a do not resuscitate on him because he's elderly. The son who's the doctor said, I, I want to take him out. And they wouldn't let him. And he kept pushing and pushing and pushing till eventually, because he was a doctor, he was allowed to see him. He got him out the A&E department, got him out of the hospital. How many relatives have not got their relatives out of the hospital? And they've been murdered with this not giving them medical treatment, food, water, and essential meds, putting them on morphine and midazolam. Because the flu virus numbers, sorry, the flu cases in this country are now going down because they've put COVID-19 with it. I had a guy yesterday tell me that his uh, closest friend committed suicide, but well, through Katrina, committed suicide. And it said COVID-19 on his death certificate. Now, I do know that often the doctors will miss off suicide and they might put asphyxiation or trauma on the, the death certificate. But it said COVID-19 on his death certificate when he committed suicide. That's a complete lie. And, and this was his best friend. So, you know, this is just one big pantomime and lie. And now we've got this Operation Moonshot coming in the UK. And they're starting in Liverpool. And this head teacher has just written a letter out to everyone saying how lucky they are that the army are going into her school to test all the children and the staff with this particular test. And, and then the, the children are going to be, you know, isolated if they're positive. Well, they're going to be positive and they're using the army for this. But you know what they're doing as well, which is completely outrageous and vulgar. People are losing their jobs. People are skint. People, it's English for not having a lot of money. People are using food banks. Business is going bust. People can't pay their rent, can't pay their mortgage. They're offering you £500 if you have the test and it tests positive. £500 to get through your isolation. There's also now this thing where they're saying if you have a test, um, if you come forward and have a test, your isolation, they'll cut down to seven days instead of 14, just like a parking fine. If you pay your parking fine, as soon as you get it, we'll cut it by half. If you pay it within the first 14 days, this isn't a virus. It's just, it's crazy. And why people can't see what's going on. So you're going to have all these school kids and the army coming in to do it. And then people being paid and applying for this money. It's, it's, it's mental. It's, it's mental. I can't think of any other reason for it. And uh, there is a police chief that's come up. Police uh, chief has come out and said he's 
officers are leaving. They, they, they're not happy about doing all of this. Uh, I haven't researched into that yet um, to talk any more about that, but he's gone to somebody higher up to talk about it. He's not happy with doing all of it. But, um, you know, if people can't really see what's going on, like I say, I don't know, you should find Christ because I can see, I can see all, I'm not afraid of speaking out and I can see that none of it adds up. It's not like, you know, the whole thing about 500 quid, it's like a monopoly board, isn't it? Uh, get, go, into, go straight to jail, don't pass go, don't collect 200 quid. Um, it's really bizarre. It's almost racketeering. And now all the hospitals, they're not treating anything. It's just all COVID, 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 COVID. And uh, I, I don't know, you know, if you think as a nurse or a cop, well, you're all right. You've got your job and you've got your salary. It's all right. You know, it doesn't really affect you. You watch a herd. A herd runs together. When, when the herd suddenly changes, they all change and they all go in a different direction. And the hunters pick off those around the edge because they're vulnerable. You know, you're not standing in the herd. You're vulnerable. And, and Boris Johnson said at his 1990, uh, 19, uh, sorry, 2019 public address, he said we had the technology where the lampposts would be able to hear and look into your every word you're saying, what you look at, the lampposts. That's what he said. Now, all our lampposts have been rigged up to accept the 5G technology, which can go straight through brickwork. Well, he said it- that they have the It's interesting you say that, Kate, because uh, one of the things that uh, we had with uh, Karen Stewart, and she uh, had had pointed out this kind of technology. We had had another lady on that they were using this uh, technology very similar to this to attack her. Uh, And she's been having that for for years simply because she turned down the advances of a police captain and uh, they they continually target her. She's got burns on her body. They target her mind. She said they can target all kinds of parts of your body, uh, and uh, and just torture you all day long. And she's had that for for years. We've had her on the show before, and we've had Karen Stewart. She's a former NSA uh, whistle. Or she's an NSA whistleblower, and she pointed this stuff out that they were doing it here in the states um, with different technologies too. But it was radio frequency technologies that they were using. Yeah. So this isn't anything new. Nope. It's uh, there is actually a really high frequency, which is very similar to the growler, which is a military weapon, which could be used from an aircraft or um, a ground vehicle. And when you're when it's aimed at you, it takes out all physiological and neurological life. It kills you. So the upper frequency is is virtually identical to the growler and lower frequencies they can use for crowd control. And it makes you feel like your skin's on fire. I've researched all this. So if anyone's out there going you know, it's not true. I really don't care. Let you sit in your pile of ignorance is bliss because it's all going to become apparent soon. And there are patents on this, live patents, patents that can even, it picks up the brainwave, it converts it through a computer system, converts it to your words. And these, anything we know about technology and we think we know and the, and the military are putting it out there, they're so far ahead of what we know. And Boris Johnson did say that the lampposts will be able to look into every aspect of your life. Don't take my word for it. 2019 United Nations public address. Go listen to his entire speech. He talks about how we've got massive, fantastic technology, how the UK leads in it. 
he talked about um, something the size of a red blood cell, an erythrocyte, that can deliver medicine all around your body. Well, it ain't going to be delivering medicine, let's put it that way, because if you can't pitch up your local health care uh, facility and get your um, treatment, you won't be getting it via a red blood cell. And there's something the size of a red blood cell. I had a lady contact me this week, uh, suffers with anxiety, and she has an underactive thyroid. So in this country, you, you see your doctor, and then you get, after that, you don't see your doctor, I believe it's like a year or a year and a half, and you get a year and a half's worth of repeat prescriptions. So when you've run out of your meds, you have a piece of paper, you tick what you need, you go post it in the box, and your meds then go to the pharmacy and you collect them. You don't have to see the doctor. It's just a repeat prescription. And then you have to see them. So it was her time to see the doctor. And she turned up. She didn't want to wear a mask. She's really anxious. And the doctor said, I'm not doing it for you then. You're not getting your medication. Really? That goes against. It, it's ethically wrong. It, it goes against um, his GMC code because the government actually states that there are exemptions to wearing a mask, hidden disabilities. And also, let's remember that the decision to wear a mask was not based on science. It didn't come from SAGE. It came from the government. It's a political decision. There's no science to back it at all. Um, we know that if, if you wanted to stop a virus going through a mask, you'd wear a massive respirator and a hazmat suit. We also know if, it, if this mask was stopping anything, can you imagine how much viral crud would be on that mask you'd have to have clinical waste bins everywhere and men in hazmat suits collecting it to be incinerated like these yellow bags and yellow sharps bins and yellow bins that you see all around the hospital you take a look when you go in any doctor's surgery any um any aesthetics place or tattoo place or dentist place yellow bins that is your clinical waste in this country it's a yellow bag a yellow sharps box it is coded yellow because that is clinical waste. It comes under particular rules of how you dispose with it. And, um, and it's incinerated. So like my business, I've got a clinical waste bin in my garage, yellow boxes in my treatment room. And I pay for that. I pay for that to be collected twice a year. It's got a big lock and it's incinerated. And each box is signed for. And I have to sign. So really... All these masks that are so deadly because you've been breathing out all this pandemic. What, you can just wear the same one? Same dirty cloth mask with silly flowers on it? Well, here's um, let, me, let me throw this in too, and uh, people can keep that in mind since you're talking about that. My son came and talked with me about 30 minutes last night. And um, this, uh, uh, hang on just one moment. Let's remove that. And there's another troll snipe. They are out full force today. <laughs> but I was ready for them. So they can waste their time all they want. Uh, we'll be knocking you out. Um, the uh, My son came and talked to me for about 30 minutes uh, last night about wearing the mask at his work. And he would often pull it down because he, he says, I can't breathe that. And I have chest pains. I said, son, here's the law. I said, you have to be the man, though. Go in. I said, talk to your manager privately. I said, explain to him the law and explain to him you can't wear this anymore and that he's going to be in violation of the law. I said, we got uh, civil rights attorneys. The Civil Rights Act um, it protects you as an employee and it protects customers. So no business can tell you that. No employer can tell you that. But I said, you may you may end up having to face the consequences. He says, well, you know, if I have to go somewhere else and work, that's fine. He said, I'm not trying to be a troublemaker. I said, I know you're not. 
but you, you're going to have to be a man and take that stand yourself. I, I can help you with it, but I can't take that stand for you. This is your job. And so I was glad to see that he's willing to learn that. He's willing to take the, the stand himself and say, you know, I'm trusting God that uh, I hide myself in him. He protects me even from the perilous pestilence when it comes. Um, I'm, he protects me from that. And that the law protects him and his stand in that as well. So I think that's a good thing. Um, all of these are things that's going on that you guys have got. And I know we could sit here probably for an hour and a half because we were talking a little bit before about all the things that's going on there in the UK. I can tell you the stuff that's going on here. We had Catherine Henry on, the, the constitutional attorney, uh, who won the case against the, the tyrannical governor in Michigan. And uh, then she's going out to get petition signed, and they arrest her f- for for that. They're they're attacking her. She won against the governor, and yet there's retribution for those who look. If you're going to fight the good fight of fate uh, for freedom, you have to be willing to pay the price, and that's just a reality. It it may be it's definitely unlawful what they're doing to her, but there is there's a price that comes with that. You you got to fight it uh, if you're going to take your stand. If you're going to keep your liberties. But we got we got some stuff that you want to bring out too about vaccinations because this is where it's all going. It's all going to the vaccination, as Bradley says. The ones selling you the virus are the ones selling you the vaccination, and so they you, are. you want to give us a little history uh, about what yeah, went on in your own country. I just want to just go back quickly because uh, there's a, a a young girl who's gone to school has the lanyard. Um, has a, a even her GP, a doctor, her own personal family physician is backing that she cannot wear a mask. This young girl, and the head teacher won't let her in. So now we've got uh, Hitler's running the schools, which is outrageous. And uh, anyone who's getting, uh, we just want to say, Dr. Kevin Corbett is writing to this particular head teacher who's allowing the schools to be uh, her school to be tested, and. Mark Steele is sending her a notice of genocide. So putting her on notice for genocide. And all the MPs, if you have an MP, um, you there, if you go on to saveusnow.org.uk, there is a letter which you download and you serve your MP with it, or you can do it via email. And you, it's a notice of liability and you send it and that it's indictable. You're going to serve them. You're going to video it. Get two of you to go. All your MPs, I believe there's, I can't remember, 400, 600, I'm not good on this, in the in the UK. And they're all being served, all of them. So going back to vaccinations, you know, absolutely. Who stands, who stands to gain from this? And um, like I always say, no vaccine ever proven safe, no vaccine ever proven effective. And no two vaccines ever tested for their efficacy. No one's going to take you to court for saying that, to sue me for being wrong, because I'm correct. And if it got into court, then freedom of information, it would all come out. Everything would come out and the public would be seeing I'm telling the truth. And that's what we're seeing, you know, with um, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. in the States. He's now got uh, HPV vaccine by Gardasil's coming up into court. Um, they've already had one vaccine in there, but they're, they're taking that vaccine in. Now, they're going to make out that so many people are testing positive with this test, which is not a diagnostic tool. These are asymptomatic people. There's nothing wrong with them. There was a couple of um, people went into this pediatric A&E department, a mother and her child. They tested both of them. The child was the patient. The mother tests positive. She absolutely lost it. She went, I'm not sick. I'm not having that. 
She insisted she caused such a stink, they tested her again immediately, and it was negative. When she went into the hospital a week later, on the whole system, it said her name and that she was COVID-19 positive. So you see, even though she tested positive uh, and they're negative, they're not going to put that. They need the stats. They're going to test everybody because what's the ultimate? They want to make it so difficult that they go, it's so bad. Your lives are gone. Everybody's getting this. But here we come up. We are Santa Claus. Here's what we can do for you all now. If you have this vaccine, uh, everything can go back to what it was. It's never going to go back to what it was. The economy's trashed. And uh, it's all by the plan. Tony Blair came out, remember, a while back and said he's going to be in charge of doing the tests. Tony Blair found guilty of war crimes against humanity for the murder of two million non-combatant men, women and children in Iraq and Afghanistan. He was going to be in charge of the testing. He's just come out the woodwork again and said this will be the last lockdown. Really? If it was a, a pandemic, you can't say it's going to be the last lockdown. Because you don't know, because you keep, you've done one and you've said, oh, numbers are rising. We've got to do another one. So how will they know it's going to be the last one? Because it is the last one, because it's not going to end now. We're in it. And they're in it to win it. Well, so are we. So they want everyone vaccinated. And I want to give people a little bit of hope here. So let's go back to the Industrial Revolution. It was filthy in the cities. People lived in poor sanitation, overcrowded conditions, poor nutrition, and um, they had they didn't have a lot of money. And you started to see lots of diseases entering at the turn of the century in the Industrial Revolution. So everyone's living in toxicity, and lots of doctors weren't even qualified, and people couldn't afford it or access it. So let's go back to 1796. Because we've been here before, folks, with smallpox. 1796, Edward Jenner successfully tests the idea that cowpox protects against smallpox. Now, I'm going to put in a little bit of my own story here. So I can only tell you based on what I've seen. When I did the full Gerson therapy, within the the first six weeks, and that works on detoxifying, I got so sick once I started it for cancer I got blisters came all over my torso and on, on my upper arms, little vesicles, blisters everywhere. They were like little pox. And when I got in touch with my Gerson practitioner, she's amazing, Catherine Alexander, the most incredible woman. I don't know anybody who knows more about nutrition in the world than her and reversing disease. She said, that's normal. It just means you're so toxic. You know, you start doing the juices and the, and the enemas and taking on supplements And I got really, really ill. I lost 36 pounds in six weeks, eating more food than I ever had. So keeping that in mind, you've got filthy conditions, people living in overcrowded, and they're getting this thing that they're calling it smallpox. 1805, the first attempt at compulsory vaccinations in Italy fails. 1805, 1820, smallpox deaths in London fall significantly what else was happening round about then they started to get better living conditions people started to notice that when you you had better sanitation that people didn't get as diseased and remember measles measles was 98 percent gone before the vaccination was even introduced and where do you see outbreaks of the symptoms that they call measles when you've had big, massive natural disasters 
or famine and you see lots of people living in crowded, dirty, squalid conditions and they don't have good food. Poor food, poor clean, poor air, poor water, uh, poor sewage, poor, uh, poor sanitation. So 1840, Vaccination Act makes vaccinations free. So do you see what they've done? People are really poor in 1840. They're relying on doctors in the street, quacks that are, aren't qualified, most of them, selling them all different things like drinking mercury, things like that used to happen. They used to, remember, they used to put deadly nightshade in the eyes to make you more attractive. That was a medical thing. <laughs> to make you more attractive, it dilated your pupils, but also made you go blind. Um, 1840 Vaccination Act makes vaccinations free, as I've just said. So now you have incentives. Come and have your vaccine. It's free. They can target all the poor people. 1853 New Vaccination Act makes vaccinations compulsory in the first three months of a child's life. The first three months. 1867 Vaccinations compulsory for all children below 14. 1869, 1869, Leicester Anti-Vaccination League was founded. 1885, mass protests held in Leicester. There are paintings and sketches to depict what happened. There was thousands on the streets and there were thousands of English bobbies, policemen, batons drawn, battering them. Where have we seen that before? Hello, Trafalgar Square. 1898, Vaccination Act introduces conscientious objection clause. And you know what they said? The exact phrase, I'd have to go through it, but the exact phrase was that they would rather go to prison than have a dead babe. And what happened was so many children were dying from this smallpox vaccine that the parents wouldn't allow it anymore. So they were charging these parents half their weekly salaries for not having their kids vaccinated. They were taking them to court in the 1800s and fining them. And then they started putting the parents in prison, but they didn't care because it was better than their kids dying. You know, this is, when I, when I went through this and began to read it, I, I got faith in mankind because I thought we have been here before and these people won. And what did they do? They then went back to Leicester recently and they locked just Leicester down. One house would be locked down and the house next door wasn't locked down because that was the cutoff point. Now, Boris Johnson actually had to publicly apologise to the people of Liverpool because he said that Scousers, basically said Scousers, you know, lied over the Hillsborough thing. And now all of a sudden they're coming down really hard on Scousers, Liverpudlians, making them the test city for testing all of them. So the distrust of doctors and government that feeds the anti-vaccination movement, it's not a modern phenomenon. It comes from years ago. And the roots of today's activism were put down well over a century ago well over a century ago and we're still here and we're back at it and we need to rise off our knees because this is a vaccine that's going to be rolled out without a license 
phase one and phase two, the animal trials have been put together. There's been no double blind placebo trials. Phase three, where they vaccinate you and they watch you for seven to 10 years to see what happens to you in case there's a delayed response. They've done away with that. They're having on uh, non-medics give it. The company that's made the vaccine cannot be held accountable if you drop down dead or die later. You've got no liability. The person giving it to you has got absolutely no liability. They're rolling it out really quickly. Why do you think that is? And it's an mRNA vaccine, never been done before. I keep saying it, you've got 10 billion miles of DNA. You take out one bit of your DNA, put in a bit that shouldn't be there, or translocate, take a bit from here, put it over here, changes you forever. I believe we're 98% like a chimp. Changes you forever. When you go in with that mRNA vaccine that's never been done before, it's going to keep replicating your cell. Eventually, your blueprint, your binary code, your computer program, your encyclopedia that God gives you for who you are, that goes down your generations, is going to be gone. Who the hell knows what's going to come out the other end, even if you do reproduce? Oh, sure. That's Very exactly right. Scary. Pardon? That's exactly right. Yeah. You're not of the creator anymore, which means technically you're like Monsanto, GMO corn, GMO wheat. You can have a patent put on you. Don't be thinking that this is far-fetched because this is your whole transhumanism that they've talked about forever. Kate, let me, let so, me add something to that uh, that people can do for themselves. And I've made mention of this before. Go back, folks, and read where Monsanto went into uh, the different – uh, far, they went to the different farmers who were producing soybean crops, and they were the guys using the regular uh, soybeans were being targeted by them. And when they were, what was happening was was that they were going there, and they were finding out that the people who bought their soybeans it was cross pollinating over into their ground, and as a result of that, they would they would gather the seeds up, and the Monsanto guys would come in and say, well, "Wait a minute, these are our seeds. These these are these GMOs." And the guys go, "Well, we never had that. We never put that on here or anything." And then they were basically uh, telling them they were going to have to pay for it, or they were going to lose their land. And so these guys are crooks, they're criminals and what they're doing. Uh, you know, I would have seen if there was some way to get them for trespassing on their land. They knew it was going to cross-pollinate that way. They knew those things, and yet they, they allowed it to happen anyway. They made it to where they could do uh, the things that they're doing. So uh, people, you ought to check that out. You ought to check out the soybean thing and Monsanto and how they sent their people in against these 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 farmers. Uh, they really should do that. And they're going to do the same thing with the people. They're going to own them. Uh, so, yeah, do your own do your own research on that. Yeah, absolutely. And, and look, I, I can't remember which which exact country it was. I always think was it Cambodia, but I don't think it was uh, where um, all of the uh, rice, the, they would germinate their rice for the following year the rice farmers in the paddy fields. But when it came into contact with the uh, GMO stuff, it rendered their own rice sterile. So they couldn't germinate it for the next crop. So they had to go to the government to buy the seed, you know, to buy the seed. And the government put the price way high. The farmers couldn't do it. So then the farmers then, um, the, the government came in, bought the, the paddy fields, 
and put the um, farmers in on a really, really, bought the paddy fields for dirt cheap, put the farmers back in and paid them such a low wage that they're all virtually starving, working for nothing. This is all by design. You still there, Tim? Yep, I'm here. It is It is by design. Uh, so I can't remember. It was one of the Asian countries. You know, these are, these are gangsters and s- Satanists. But going back to Leicester, um, you know, they talk about all over the world or smallpox killed uh, 400,000 every year. In, in, in the Americas, it ravaged native tribes and entire cultures collapsed. Well, you know... <laughs> This has been a real education for me because I I go looking at everything. And one of the things I looked at was um, Spanish flu. And first of all, lots of people died from wearing masks in Spanish flu. They got bacterial lung infections. And that's what we're going to see this winter. You're going to see it. But as long as they test positive with a COVID test, they're going to put that down. But um, Spanish flu, I'm just going to go back. Uh, The people were coming out of war. They didn't have, they hadn't had a lot of food. They were eating a lot of canned foods, which destroys zinc. Zinc's required by the mast cells that lines the respiratory tract. Then you had all the soldiers that were given these vaccinations. That was a test vaccine. Then the sanitariums, the hospital, which is where the majority of the people died of this Spanish flu, were given a new drug. Remember what I'm going to say now and relate it to now. It was a new drug unlicensed drug unlicensed they would have known it would have had animal trials done on it and it was a new drug owned by Bayer Bayer remember Bayer and IG Farben the two pharmaceuticals companies that after the second world war employed the Nazi doctors from the camps that were spirited out of Germany using operation paperclip Bayer had this new drug And the patients in the sanitarium were given 1,400 milligrams every hour for 12 hours. And what all these patients died of was wet lungs. And what that was, was it was hemorrhagic. They were bleeding everywhere and they had fluid in their lungs. That's what they all died of. What do we know are the side effects of aspirin toxicity? You bleed everywhere and you get fluid in your lungs. What was the drug that Bayer was giving, an unlicensed drug? 1,400 milligrams every hour for 12 hours? Aspirin. Aspirin. So I'm going to stand here, sit here, and I'm going to say, I've got a big question mark over that because I would go as far as to say, what was that? Was that a pandemic or was that another thing of exactly what's happening right now Right now, in 2020, where they're flogging us a duff pandemic, telling us we're all going to die when we know it's not about that. Let's not beat around the bush here. It's got nothing to do with it. This is about, you know, whatever. It's a political thing. Economic collapse, reset. They're even talking about it now. They even took the mask off. Um, It's a global financial reset. They're even talking in the UK about putting people on a national wage. Oh, I've heard that one before in China. Standardised wage. But, you know, when they talk about this smallpox what was going on at that time with Spanish flu? Not just the war and the vaccines, radar. radar yeah. All the radar, radar had come in and the radar operators were getting really sick. And what was happening at smallpox? What was happening at those times? There were so many chemicals being belched 
into the environment during that time with all the industries and what they were doing. These people had lived a clean life, growing food, and all of a sudden, they're bombarded with toxins, toxic air, toxic water, toxic food. And what happens when you're toxic? It's Latin. Your exosomes come out of your cell to try and clean it up and you get all these symptoms and you make this um, um, fluid to help get rid of your toxins. That's what your snot is, your mucus. That's why you get loads of mucus. And if, if you know, if, if, flu was, uh, if flu was carried all around the world, how come we have flu season in the UK, you know, October onwards, and yet my family who were in Australia don't get flu season October onwards. They get it in their winter, which is our summer, because it's cyclical. The body naturally does a cleanup. But when you see these horrific symptoms of all these things, it's toxicity. A lot of these degenerative diseases did not exist before the Industrial Revolution. The nearer the equator you go, you don't get a lot of these diseases. You know, like MS, you just don't. And then you bring in the whole Rockefeller uh, lie there is the allopathic medical industry for those who are new here apart from the trolls um you know rockefeller bought into the whole medical system put two members on every board of his own company put loads of money in and then you have this whole pharmaceutical led system of what you see today so in order for them to sell us all these vaccines they've got to tell us about the germ theory and that we can catch a virus i was taught that it's simply not true. It's not true, which is why the whole antibody thing, where they're saying antibodies show whether you're immune to something, even that's been proven to be wrong because you can have people, you can inject them and they'll not develop any antibodies and yet others will. You can have people nursing someone that's so sick with a disease that is completely contagious, a contagion, and they'll get no antibodies, but someone else will. Your antibodies are a sign of toxicity. That's exactly what it is. And they use these same tests of what they used in HIV. And and Dr. Kevin Corbett talks all about that. So what you see is, you know, we've been here before. These people of Leicester would rather go to prison than, than to have their children murdered. Dead babes. That's exactly, they had a slogan. It was something like the inside of a prison cell was better than a dead babe. Well, I would say that to you again, being incarcerated is, uh, you know, Her Majesty's pleasure is better than watching your kids on a mortuary slab. Um, We know that unvaccinated children are healthier. We know that in the first three months of lockdown, the amount of deaths from naught to, I believe it was 18, um, might have been a little bit older in America, within three months was halved from 700 to 350 and the only thing that hadn't happened to those kids was they hadn't had their vaccinations that's a smoking gun right there that you have to look at but of course no one's going to look at it because this is about money and it's about getting those poisons into you because remember vaccines what do they contain mercury aluminium goes straight to the blood brain barrier causes an inflammatory response that doesn't doesn't switch off causes dementia then you've got um viruses funguses mold parasites, immortalized cell lines, diploid cells that eventually turn into cancer. The new vaccine's got diploid cells in it. So they're loading you up, ready 
And then they can come up with, oh, you know, if we didn't have all the degenerative diseases, do you know the hospitals would be so small because you've got A&E in the emergency emergency room and you've got your obstetrics, you know, having a baby, even that, you wouldn't need a lot of that. But the rest of it is all degenerative care, colitis, Crohn's, diabetes, arthritis, all of these clinics that are there for all these diseases. And the NHS, I think it was the, was it the second biggest employer in the world? Yeah, let me, we got a, we got a question in the chat. Um, somebody's asking uh, about, let's see, the hepatitis B shot, the number one killer of newborns. Uh, you want to speak to that? Well, as I understand it, a lot of cops get multiple sclerosis. And um, that hepatitis B has, uh, I believe it's got, I think it's that one that's got Epstein-Barr in it. But really, you know, children don't have any immunity when they're born. You, they rely on the mother's immunity from when they were in vitro. And then they get their immunity from being breastfed and being in the tribe. The kids coming in and out, aunts, uncles, grandparents. It just boosts everyone's immunity as you go up. And that's why, you, you know, when you go in these third world countries, they breastfeed till the children are about two. Through history, they will be breastfeed. You can see pictures of what look like toddlers being breastfed and then the and you have this thymus gland in your chest starts to grow it starts to atrophy from about the age of two which is involved in your immunity then by 18 around about 18 the child's immunity is established why would you want to take this perfect child and inject it with aluminium mercury viruses funguses mold parasite dog rna bat rna eagle uh, foreskins from male aborted fetuses, um, dog dog RNA. Why would you want to do that? Aborted MRC5 from a male aborted fetus, WI38 from a female. These are the immortalized cell lines. Why would you do that? It's crazy, absolutely crazy mental. And for some of the trolls in the tra- chat room, you know who you are. And you know why I haven't named that nurse because I have discernment, because I know that I stand before my creator. I don't need to judge you. I pray for you. I love you as a sister in Christ. And you will answer, if not in this world, in the next, you're going to stand in judgment. You know what you're doing. But as nurses, which we are, and you're a nurse, and there's a few of you that troll, you know very little, but this particular nurse actually knows that I know my stuff. She said, I'm not having vaccines. Well, guess what? It's a frontline nurse. You are getting them. You're all going to get them. And maybe that's, that's justice. I don't know, but you will get justice because God keeps score every time. Yes, I'm God-fearing. I didn't even lie anymore. Even white lies. They don't sit well with me. And in the book of James, last chapter, when you know something to be true, it's a sin not to speak it. I, I know these vaccines are harmful. I can't keep quiet anymore because I'm going to stand in judgment. And if the government gets their ways and everything else, I might be standing in judgment a lot sooner than what I'd really planned. But that's God's will. Yeah, I'd, 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 like, I'd, like to remind, I'd like to remind some people there, they've made mention of you as far as uh, jail and prison and all these kinds of things. Yeah, but you got to understand who's in control. 
Uh, first of all, King Jesus is in control, so nothing happens to anybody apart from, from his will. That's the first thing you've got to understand. The second thing is to understand who's leading things now uh, is basically an organized crime unit in the governments. This is why the people in America want the swamp drained, which isn't getting drained by the guy you think is draining the swamp. And it's not happening over there in the UK under the guy who can't brush his hair either. <clears throat> the issue is, is that you're going to have to clean house. It's up to you, the people, to do it. And I, I'm telling you, it's coming to a point. It's coming to a head. The people are peaceful. We're trying our best to do it under the law. But I'm telling you what, these guys are not going to go quietly and they're going to have to be dealt with. They're going to have to be the ones who suffer the consequences. And they're only going to, they're only going to face those consequences as the people take a stand, point out, expose the evil, and then bring them to justice. And justice is what guards our liberty. The Bible tells us that justice surrounds God's throne, uh, that he is a just God. And like you said, whether in this life or the next, it's not that you're, what you're doing gets out from his sight and the command to those people, including the troll, and I believe it's mainly one troll because they keep copying and pasting the same thing. They must take them some time to log out of an account and put it back in. The command to you is the same as it is to me, the same as it is to Kate, the same as it is as everybody that's listening to my voice, and that is to repent, be reconciled unto God by the death of his son, the Lord Jesus Christ, who died in the place of sinners that he might save them from their sins. That's the message that's out there. Look, we can talk about these other things all we want, but Christ came to give us life and that more abundantly. He came to free us, not to enslave us. And you look at government, who is behind government? Well, it's the same dirty devil that's been behind a lot of these tyrants uh, throughout history. And it's up to God's people. It's not up to every single person because every single person is going to buy, uh, not everybody's going to buy into the truth, but it's up to the people who name the name of God that they stand against it and they stand in unity together against it, preach out against it, and then fight it. And and that's what that's what we've been seeing at Trafalgar Square. That's why we got the strikes, Kate, uh, on the Sons of Liberty channel. I, I got I got it on um, uh, one on setting brush fires for what we were exposing in all of this. They can't stand to have that. And no, I'm not killing free speech. I'm killing the comments that people are making that have nothing to do with the show that we're talking about. Uh, the copy and paste method, you know, and I'm ready for you. I deal with it once, and now I don't have to deal with it ever again unless you make a new account. And that's fine, too. We can snipe those as well. Kate, we're coming up on the end of the show. I don't know if you want to stay over a little bit and talk. That's up to you. But I want you to I want to give you time to uh, to tell people about your new sites. you got about uh, 20 seconds or so. Well, there's two websites we've actually taken down. Uh, that was due to a management thing because it's not really my message. Um uh, we are, uh, Dr. Kevin Corbett and I are the medical revolutionaries. And we've got some fantastic in interviews and whistleblower stuff. But we're also about finding the evidence and putting it out there. Uh, so you are going to be able to find the medical revolutionaries everywhere. You think of a platform and you're going to be able to see it on it and material on it within the next couple of weeks because it's everywhere. The medical revolutionaries. Just look for it everywhere. You're going to see it. There's no content okay. yet, but it is Kate, coming. We gotta go. uh, hang on with us. And guys, have a great weekend. We'll see you on Monday, 6 a.m. See ya. Okay, anybody coming over from Red State Talk Radio, welcome, and we'll hold Kate over just a little bit, and uh, I don't know if you've got something you got to do, but uh, I'll let you finish out your thoughts. I didn't mean to cut you off, but I, this, this time constraint thing is what kind of does it to us. So if you want to continue your thoughts that you were saying before I had to cut you off. 
Yeah, so um, yesterday, the medical revolutionaries, you just need to look for it everywhere. It's everywhere because we have the wonderful Alistair Dines as our IT guy. Um, and uh, it's going to be a mixture of, um, it's not just, this is what's, you know, legal stuff. We have a barrister, we have everything. Uh, so it's it's putting up whistleblowers. It's protecting them at the same time. It's letting the public know what goes on. It's letting them know all the legal stuff that's going out there. Your rights. It's interviews. And it's also health videos, what you can do to help yourself. So all my um, teaching videos that the police have got on my laptop, I'm just going to do them again. And they'll be better. They're always better when you do it a second time. You know, Nurse Ratchet I might even put in an appearance again. Um, but uh, um, there are, I'm being interviewed a lot. There's a documentary. There's actually two two documentaries. There's a, a show being done on me. Um, I've had loads and loads of reporters contacting me, even ITN News. And they wanted to put me out to, I can't remember, it was seven or 11 regions. And... Um, as soon as they got talking to me, they all want to have a chat with me first. And then I have a chat with them and I go through the science. I go through the virus. Wasn't isolated, visualized and purified. Didn't have all those three things done. And then there was the, the missing gene sequence was just slotted in. So it's not even, it's like a rumor. And then I go through the test and, and we use science. None of them wanted me to appear then. Of course they didn't. They wanted me to be the drag version, drag artist version of Piers Corbin that says, you know, my chihuahuas at my mother-in-law. As soon as I come over as credible using the science, they don't want that. So there is a documentary being made uh, on me. And there's also um, a, doc- a documentary that's kind of going through and you're going to see it on loads of platforms, who I am, where I was born, how I was brought up and how I got to this point. And I can absolutely assure you folks I won't lie. I even choose very carefully now who I'm friends with, who I'm associated with. You know that old phrase, you're judged by those you hang with. Yep. And when I find out something that doesn't sit right and it's not right, it's not that I don't forgive people because I do. I move aside. They're not in my lane. And Tim, I've known you now a while. You're my brother. You're like a brother I didn't really have. And I trust you and you know I do because I've, I've been, I've told you lots of stuff and personal and something bothers me and I found something I've told you. And, uh, you know, that when, when, when things start to happen, you start off with this great big bubble of all these people. And then eventually that bubble gets smaller and smaller and smaller and you find your lane. Now I found my lane with Dr. Kevin Corbett. We had a big meeting yesterday, um, about how we're going to go forward with a new nursing board because, Nurses are being, they're being suspended constantly now for speaking up and telling the truth. They're also leaving. There are also students who are about to qualify and they don't want to be on the nursing board that's there. They know it's all wrong. So we've had a big meeting yesterday. Now Dr. Corbett is writing a document. We're trying to speak to a professor of nursing and we're trying to get this off the ground. So we have nurses can prove that they're qualified, that they're trained and qualified Uh, They can prove who they are and they're going to register under common law. And then once they do that, we're going to have it like a governing body and they're going to be able to practice and we're going to have them quite elite. And it's like that uh, London nanny school. There's a a nanny school where they, they, these nannies haven't changed anything. They wear the cape, 
They wear the brown dress. They're really elite. And it's a really strict training that costs a lot of money. And you have to be perfect to qualify. And you get all these very rich and wealthy people only want these nannies because they're recognized as the best. Well, we want it where the public will see that the best nurses are these nurses. And it's that public pressure that hopefully you'll start to see people having private nurses in their homes, care homes. They're going to have their loved ones in there and they're going to want to just employ these nurses. Build it and they shall come. Okay, we we got a question in the chat room. It says to ask if you've heard of the mutated virus found in mink here in Denmark that has infected 12 people, although nothing is being said in the news about if they are uh, symptom-free or sick. Have you, you heard mean a, a virus found in minks? Yes, I guess. That's, that's what I'm reading here. You this know, you're is... asking the wrong person here okay. because I'm going to tell you right now. I will, I'm going to look that up. But if there's a virus, this is, it's all a lie, folks. The whole system, you have to go back. If it, if it acts like a skunk, eventually someone's going to get wind of it. If you go back, go back, go back, it's always follow the money, follow the money, follow the money. We were told that you can catch a virus. It's simply not true. I And, and, all, and all these doctors, okay, let them have their moment, virologists, epidemiologists, that are saying, well, yeah, you can catch a virus, and they believe that the virus exists. I don't. That's my personal belief. It's not I'm a denier. I'm just going on what I've gone back and researched. Now, do I believe you can catch something yes i do but i don't believe it's a virus per se they are making viruses in labs where they get two things they're genetically modified organisms and they splice them together there are loads of labs all over the world that do that the cdc actually has warned labs have had near misses where they've accidentally leaked these um genetically modified organisms or they've deliberately done it who knows But you start putting those in vaccines and are people then going to be shedding these genetically modified organisms? Yes, they are. So do I believe that it's they're catching it from that? No, maybe it's toxicity. But you've always got to err on the side of caution here. Go backwards. If they're saying you can catch a virus from minks, what are they going to be bringing? If If they're saying that you can catch a virus from it, you can bet your bottom dollar that there's already been a vaccine created. You have to you have to make something. And in order to sell it, you've got to create the problem. And that's exactly what's happening. Who keeps a mink as a pet? Are we talking minks in these fur farms where they keep all these minks crammed in cages, electrocute them and skin them when they're alive and stunned? Are we talking those minks that are fed on food that they wouldn't normally eat? They're in filthy, crammed conditions, so they're now diseased and toxic. Remember, toxicity breeds what? Breeds dis-ease. Yeah, and let's 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 make uh, let's make reference to something here that we're seeing in some states of the of the union here, and definitely over there in the UK. When we talk about this virus, uh, they're trying to impose all these curfews. They're trying not to allow people to gather and stuff like this, and they're sending in the the brown shirts. Um, or as uh, I forget who said it the other day, who was on the show, I think it was Captain Carl, he said the blue coats, or uh, he used another name for the other the other branch of it. It wasn't red coats, it was something else, but it sounded like that. And they're sending them in there, 
These guys aren't protected from anything. I mean, they're going out there just like everybody else. They might pull up one of those little surgical masks, uh, but even the mask on the box themselves say, this doesn't stop coronavirus. That's not fake news, folks. Go pick up one of the boxes in your store itself. It says that on it. And um, so it's amazing to me that people aren't even thinking through what's going on. You made mention at the first of the show that we would be seeing all these dead bodies. Now, we're being told that there's upwards of almost a quarter of a million people in America, in in the United States, who have, quote-unquote, died from this COVID. Why are we not seeing the media gather for, you know, mass funerals? Um, I don't see any of that. Oh, well, that would be, uh, you know, that would be disrespectful. But but they were happy to do it when um, there were, you know, a, a dozen kids shot and killed at uh, Columbine. They were going all through that. They go through it when they have a mass shooting. This is taking much more life, according to them, than the others. Now, I've had Dr. Scott Jensen on. And he has a different view. He does believe the germ theory. He believes that he's treated people with COVID. He believes that it has been separated out and all that other. He's a great guest. But the thing thing that I liked about Dr. Jensen was even though he believed that, he was pointing out the corrupt, and he called it corrupt. They were corrupting the data, and they were corrupting the, the system in kind of coaching people in how to fill out death certificates. He says, I've done that for years. I don't need anybody to tell me that if somebody has uh, congestive heart failure and they die from that, but they test positive for COVID, well, then I'm supposed to make that a part of uh, what they died from. He says, it might be, you might can tack it on somewhere down at the bottom on the death certificate say, this might be a contributing factor to something if, you know, they're kind of working together. But he says, they're wanting you to make COVID even when, you know, like what we've seen with, you have a motorcycle accident, you commit suicide. Yeah. So you right die from <laughs> the bus out of COVID. Yeah, it, it's, it's ridiculous. And I don't see why people can't see that. We have the CDC saying they've never isolated the virus. They don't have one. They, they don't have uh, the right. viruses there. That's right. Loads of countries have come out and yep. said that. They've yep. never isolated, purified and visualized it. Then they plucked a gene, some sequence off the internet to cram in the gap where a bit was missing. That's a bit like Darwin's theory of evolution. There's a huge gap, and yet we're taught it in school, and we all suddenly believe it exists, that Darwin's theory of evolution is where we started off as a primate and carried on walking till we were upright, even though there's a massive portion missing. Yeah, it's it's absolutely incredible uh, that's going on. Now, we've got a comment from Matthew. He says they're starting to take that label off the boxes of the mass now so they're covering their crimes because they've been caught so you guys if you have uh, any of those boxes you might want to save them uh because yeah. because uh, they need to be held text. yeah they, the they need to go ahead there's a there's a document in the tests keep it yeah keep that yeah say, keep, oh, keep those things they're going to be that 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 outs their crimes uh when somebody decides they're going to step up and take it to take it to these guys over what's going on there. Uh, we also got another question. Um, let's see. Can you ask Kate if she's aware of the 5G on the new iPhone 12 that transmutes a clapezoidal virus when it's close to your head? I haven't heard of that, so I don't know. But I'm asking. Have you heard of it? Well, there is uh, the thing with 5G is all the technology has been laid while we were all off. And when they start loading you up with the hydrogel um, that is moved with the uh, the pulsed radiation and the electrical, even your own electrical uh, activity in your body moves it, 
And then on top of that, DARPA uh, is, is real. I don't know why people want to say I'm a conspiracy theorist. It kills me. It's so funny. DARPA is pent- the Pentagon. It's military technology. Absolutely. And they talk, yeah, they talk about how they can upgrade you or downgrade you, how they can load straight into your brain a language. And you know what? And, and your, their health app on your phone, this is not upgraded. I have, I've now got four phones. I love my Nokia. Uh, it's got nothing on it. But, uh, you know, that phone is, it links you to, to the health app where it can measure everything. And if it can measure everything, you know, look at that new movie, the trailer, Songbird. Have you seen it, Tim? I, I mean, have not. Come on. No, have I'm not. Have you not seen it? Uh-uh. I'm going to send you the link to the trailer for Songbird. If anyone's not watched it, go watch it. I'm going to send you the trailer. You can look at it on your website. Or if you can pull it up now, Tim. You know what? It's just a five-minute thing. You should put it on your show. Put it on. You see this girl living in her apartment, and you see the, the helicopters going over the city in America, and they say they're in 200-and-something days of lockdown. And then you see the government officials, and then you see the boyfriend is talking to her, and he's on the street on his motorbike, and you see all these army guys with guns pointing at him. I'm immune, I'm immune, I'm immune. They're going to shoot him. Then you see the girl in her apartment, okay. and he's talking. Hang, hang on, on a second. I, I got it. I got it pulled up. It's uh, two minutes and forty-eight seconds. Tell me, there's nothing in Baby. here that I that I need to be aware of before I play it. <laughs> no, no, there's nothing rude in it. Okay, all right. Here, 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 here it comes. Here it comes. Good morning, Miss Garcia. Here, here it comes. Morning, here it comes. I miss you. I could kiss you right now. Sunday. Curfew is now in effect. All unauthorized citizens must stay indoors. Rise as we enter the 213th week of lockdown. A grim new reality emerges. COVID 23 has mutated. Beginning thermal scan. Thermal scan normal. A horrifying new development new today. New data confirms the virus attacks the brain tissue. Get out of me! Whoa, 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 whoa! I'm immune! Underneath I'm you. immune! Worldwide death toll rises to over 110 million. All infected Americans are being forced into quarantine camps. Sarah. Sarah, what's going on? This is straight up propaganda. Sarah, talk to me. I think my neighbor has a fever. It'll be so much easier if you just open the door. Mrs. Grant, you have visitors. Sarah, please. Sarah, open that door. Sarah, Sarah do not open that door. Do things we don't want to survive. I'm trying to 
to save the one person left in my life that matters to me. I can't help you. What you're talking about is illegal. All right, there, there we have it. This is straight up propaganda, Kate. Uh, there's, there's no doubt about it that this is a push. how shocking is that? It's, it's a push. There's no doubt about it that it is a push to get the mindset set. And look at what it's doing. It's more of this: keep away from your neighbor, look out for yourself, and not look out for your neighbor. Love your neighbor and care for them. It's separate them out, push them away. You know, tell on your neighbor, don't help your neighbor when the government comes for them. Uh, It's the exact opposite of what the Bible says to do. And here's the thing. Because somebody has a fever does not mean they're contagious of anything. I mean, they're they're pushing the fever issue here. The fever is there. Everybody knows this. I mean, I learned this as a kid. I am not even a medical doctor or anything. And by the way, by the way, let me let me install this. Because when we start the show, I have up for the time that the introduction music come up that this is not medical information. Or this is just giving you or it's not medical advice. It's giving you information. If you want to go to the doctor for that kind of stuff, go there. But the fact of the matter is when I was a kid, I learned that the fever is there to kill off stuff and to help in your body and to help you rid your body of whatever it is it's a it's a good thing and so uh, this idea that they're pushing this is this is a fever this leads to this that and the other and sometimes those those things can happen but it's largely due to whether or not the people obviously have a, a strong immune system or not but this is straight up propaganda i appreciate you bringing that to my attention some people were making comments about it um, that, yeah, this fits right in line. But folks, this has been doing it. Uh, World War Z, same thing. I, this, I can't get over the fact that these zombie shows, I think they're telling us of something coming. And when I hear about the hydrogels, when we had Dr. Kerry Madej on, well, the hydrogels, the harp and all that, I think that's what... Yep, go ahead. Sorry to interrupt you. When the, they talk about the hydrogel, uh, the hydrogel, Celeste Salon told me, those little hydrogel nanoparticles can be moved. Go on to YouTube. There's an incredible video on it. They can be moved with um, electrical charges. So when you think that 2.4 gigahertz, low blood sugar, high temperatures, uh, um, certain drugs, assor- um, sorbitol 80, polysorbitol 80, which is in all your vaccines, opens the blood-brain barrier, these little hydrogels, these little particles can move up to the brain, then they can be formed, controlled with the electromagnetic pulsed radiation. And Celeste Salon told me this, they'll move them into the brain. So now they're saying COVID-19 attacks the brain. I mean, come on, people. Do you know how frustrating it is for me? <laughs> that it's so there in plain view that if you turn off, I'm going to tell you right now, I wouldn't even watch that piece of trash. I just wouldn't watch it. Um, I've downloaded The Chosen, which is about the Bible. I I just wouldn't watch it. You know, my my gorgeous sister in Australia has given me her Netflix login. What did I start watching the other day? The movie about Benghazi again. Oh, Hillary Clinton's implicated in. Um, You know, I, I just don't want to watch movies like that. I already know all this. They're putting every bit of fear porn 
And it is fear porn. They're putting it all in there. So you go, oh my gosh, if we don't agree with the authorities, this could actually happen to us. Well, all your zombie movies where you see people spewing out all this stuff out of their mouths and their skin falling off and blistered and their hair falling out and dragging their legs. Guess what causes that? Radiation. Radiation causes it. Yeah, Kate, we've we've got another... We got another question. This is going to be an opinion, obviously, uh, and I don't know. You may say I don't even want to comment on this, and and we're not doing really politics today per se, folks. Uh, even though politics surrounds some of this propaganda that we've got going on, but they uh, the person is asking, do you think that Trump's been infected uh, with with something, and did it have an effect on the voting? I, of course, it had an effect on the voting. I'm uh, going to answer that. Yeah, go ahead. Well, folks. It's right there in front of you. Trump said he had it. And guess what? He survived it really quickly and got straight back to work with no negative effects. So if COVID-19 does exist and our man, the age he is, survived it at top speed and managed to get straight back to work, why are you wearing a mask? With, well, let's, add something, let's add something to that. This is a man who wore a mask. This is a man who took the hydroxychloroquine, zinc, all that other stuff that said this is supposed to take care of it. And then is he gets it 33 days before the election. He's in and out of the hospital. He took an experimental drug. He walked out and told everybody something that the FDA would arrest an Amish farmer for saying. It, he was cured. It was a cure. And it's an experimental drug. If you, if you want to believe they're trying experimental drugs on the president, knock yourself out there. And then he starts pimping that drug, and you know what the stock did for that company. He's pimping the stuff. Folks, it it doesn't get any clearer than this. And and the only reason that you want to believe it is because you have made a political party or a a politician uh, your political idol. That's the only way you can believe it because everything about it smells. I mean, it just smells. You don't know Christ. You want to believe that. You want to believe everything your government's telling you. You want to believe that you can't survive without some dirty, filthy substance being injected into you, then you don't know Christ, you don't know the Bible, you don't know God, you've got none of it in your life. And you need to get on your knees and start praying and find him. And really, you know, if, if you think that dirty, filthy mask is protecting your neighbor and you're being all altruistic, aren't I a good little citizen? Haven't I got my halo? Because I'm wearing a dirty rag over my ear holes. Um, to protect somebody else because I'm good and I'm kind, really. And you think that putting a bit of alcohol on your hands is going to stop a virus, then why do you need the dirty, filthy vaccine? Think about it logically. And if Trump can get over it and he's an older man who's overweight and gets straight back to work. <laughs> oh, my word. Well, I, you know, there's there's and, and let, let's just remind let's remind people of of um, of something here. I've said it before. Uh, everybody knows that listens to me. I, you know, I believe the book of Revelation is John's Olivet Discourse. He's the only gospel writer who doesn't have one. I believe largely uh, Revelation has been fulfilled. I can take it and apply it all through history, though, to all kinds of tyranny. But one of the things that, that strikes me is even in the first century, Revelation 18.23 says, And the light of the candle shall shine no more at all in thee, and the voice of the bridegroom and of the bride shall be heard no more at all in thee. He's talking about what's coming on Jerusalem. The, the, the covenant curses of Deuteronomy 28, Leviticus 26. You read that and you see how they come upon Jerusalem in the first century. This is what he's talking about. He says, 
for thy merchants were the great men of the earth, for by thy sorceries were all nations deceived. And the term sorceries is where we get our term for pharmacy. And so they were using drugs back then to deceive the people. I, I, I wouldn't doubt that there were va- terms of vaccinations because we've had uh, Stephen Hallbrook on who's given the history of vaccinations. Those didn't start in the UK or in America in modern history. They've been throughout history as part of pagan practices of uh, a ritual that they do in trusting their gods to protect them. Whereas the Bible tells the believer that they are to trust God. He is their healer. So it's the it's the complete opposite of what we're getting here in America that was founded upon the Bible, the Christian principles, the advancement of the kingdom of God, and we're being fed paganism from our government. That's what we're being fed. Absolutely. And uh and that's why I wanted to bring up the thing about um smallpox today, you know. This is started in the 1700s and you've got um you know, somebody making this vaccine from the pus of a cow and then injecting it into children. And and you had anti-vaccination people on the streets, on the streets in their thousands, being battered by the police with truncheons drawn. Do, do you see, if you really want to know what's ahead, if you look behind you, history just keeps repeating. Well, the devil's time is almost up and uh, and that's going to stop. And it, right will wrong. Well, right will always triumph over wrong. Always. It always does. You know, when you, when you tell a lie, it never sits well with you. It doesn't. It's like if, if you steal something that isn't yours, if you wear it, it doesn't sit right. It doesn't feel comfortable. If you eat something that you steal, it doesn't taste good. Um, it doesn't feel right. When you do that to your fellow human beings, it never feels good. It never feels good to do it. And um, this, is, this is all continuing. And people say we're living longer. We're living longer. And I, I love going, not, not I love it because I am macabre, but if I go anywhere for a walk and I love going out walking and I see a church, I'll always go to the church graveyard, always. And Katrina and I, my dog walking buddy, we've, we've gone around and done it. And I even did it in Iceland. You see lots and lots of people, not just one, lots of headstones of people over 100 years old and lots of them almost 100 years old. Now you see, and then all around the edges of the graveyard, you'll have the little graves of the infants. Now you see lots of headstones, new ones, and these are people that are in their 40s and 50s. And you know they've all died of cancer. Most of them are cancer. And, and it will say, fought a long, brave battle. You know, you're not fighting a long, brave battle. You're fighting your own cells that your immunity couldn't switch off because a toxic environment, toxic food, toxic water, toxic air, toxins injected into you, toxins that you're eating, is destroying your immunity. And that's what it is. So you, you're not going to see people get into 100 anymore. And they tell us, we're living longer no, we're not, folks, because they chop off the beginning and the end of those stats to make it fit. And, and what you see is p- people, I think it was an, a famous politician, said he wanted everyone over 40 to be on four pharmaceutical drugs. So now what you're seeing is people are much sicker, 40 upwards. They're overweight. They've got arthritis, colitis, Crohn's, fibromyalgia, 
you know when they when they can't come up with a a name for it they call it like fibromyalgia restless legs both of those things completely disappear when you take away all the toxins i've got a patient who had gallbladder problems so they took out a gallbladder then she developed crohn's and the drugs they gave her for crohn's within two years of all this starting she'd got thyroid cancer and they took out her thyroid then she was over four stone in weight uh was 28, 28, 56 pounds overweight, couldn't even look after her two children, couldn't work as a, a teacher anymore, she couldn't do anything, completely depressed, addicted to some of her drugs, and one of her drugs' side effect causes fits if you take too much. She was having seizures. She thought her life was over, she couldn't bear it anymore, she came to me. She lost 29 pounds in 11 weeks, and she's off all of her drugs except for her thyroid medication that she must take. And she actually is now cooking for her husband and children again and took her children out to a theme park. Do you know how I feel knowing that that has given a woman a life back and given her children their mother back? Yeah. They were killing her. They were killing her with drugs. Well, Kate, one of the things that we're going to do is, and we're going to wrap up the show here. I know you got some oh, stuff to do too. Go ahead. Please, please, please find me at kateshemarani at gmail.com. If you've got any health issues... You want to do one of my programs or you've got friends, please pass on my email right now. They took down every single platform I had, but we are on every single platform. And there is two new websites going up because Alistair Dines and his mother, Katrina, is building them. Um, and there'll be my uh, natural nurse website. And they'll also natural nurse and toxic. Well, there'll also be um, the medical revolutionaries website will be up. Do find us. And when you find all those pages, which we haven't started uh, loading onto yet, but we will, um, uh, we will be talking about our sponsors and genesishealing.co.uk. Please use them for all of your supplements because these are Christian people, good people that set this up for the, for the people, what's right and just. So please do use them. And there are sponsors. So um, we'll be putting all this out there. And please do keep your eyes peeled because you're going to be seeing on there all about the new nursing register. All right, Kate, we appreciate you very much. Thank you for your time, as always. And uh, the people love you. They appreciate what you have to do. And, um, and and we're always thankful that you you give us of your time to come on and educate. And by the way, we're gonna we've talked about it. We're gonna be bringing Alistair back on. You guys love to see Alistair. Um, and I spoke with his mom briefly. We ma- I made mention of him last week, I think. Uh, and she sent me a message that w- was very appreciative that we continue to remember Alistair. We're gonna bring him back on. I'm thinking, Kate, maybe by the end of the year or first part of next year to show you the results of what Kate found out and uh, and and the the things that she's been doing with Alistair. Uh, he's grown, I, I think you said, a shoe size. He's grown uh, in height and weight. He's putting on muscle. He's even got facial hair. You remember looking at him. He looks like he's 10 or he looked like he was 10. She said he's basically going through puberty now when they called it um, – uh, what was it? What was Duchenne, it? Dystrophy. And yeah. they wanted to give him some testosterone gel that he's been told, don't touch any girl with it when you've got it on your skin because it can cause them to get uh, cancer, breast cancer. Yeah. Yeah. Lord knows what's in that. Yep. And then the doctor he went, oh, well, my voice is breaking. I'm going through puberty. Oh, don't take it just now then. Yep. And uh, 
he's laying down muscle. I've seen it everywhere. He was told his bone possibly wouldn't heal. He would never be able to wait there again. He would still be in his wheelchair. I watched him last night stand up. And he's got his new new uh, training shoes on, his new uh, shoes on his feet, one size bigger. He's grown six centimeters. We were actually measuring him. We've got pencil marks on the wall. It's amazing. But what for me, he's starting to look like a young man. He's getting a jawline. His mentalis muscle is split. He's got a cleft in his chin. He's got hair coming. And um, But you know what? I don't want to take credit for it. This is a young man who does not eat crisps, you know, potato chips. He absolutely, he's so self-limiting. Uh, you know, he, he won't eat garbage. I'd sat next to him and had crisps. Do you want one? No. Um, he does it all. He does it himself. And even days when he really struggles, he, he does it. And um, just to let everyone know, and I'll send you the links, Tim, you know, I sell immunocol and... This is a one sachet is equivalent to a whole tub of whey protein. And this is what they don't metabolize. They don't have this cystine. He takes that. He signed up. Um, anyone wants to buy it, they can buy it through him. If you're a professional sportsman or a bodybuilder or a woman over a certain age, you're starting to lose your muscles. Great. Or a man. Um, he also, you know, he's done the pure body, the zeolite cleanse, which I, I sell. So he's, he, he has bone broth um, every day. He has the garlic every day, the flax oil. He is so good, so good. So he has to take all the credit and it's wonderful. But he was telling me when he goes to the clinics, he sees kids in their wheelchairs, overweight, eating junk food. And do you see? You oh, can't I, heal a body don't give it what it needs. I agree. I agree. My my uh, my oldest son is, is learning that because of the le- the leaky gut issue that he's had uh, in trying to heal that. He's been incredible about limiting himself on things he drinks, things he eats, and things of that nature. And his mom helps him out with it too. And then the supplements that they take as well. Uh, Kate, I got to get ready to uh, get off here because I got to get some stuff posted. But we again, we appreciate you coming on, giving the information that you give and I know the people look forward to Saturdays as much as I do for the information that we get from you. So we appreciate that. Guys, have a great weekend. Have a great Lord's Day tomorrow. And we'll see you. Well, Bradley will see you for two hours today, 3 p.m. Eastern time on Sons of Liberty YouTube. And we'll stream it here as well, as well as, as, well as the other uh, platforms that we have. You guys have a great weekend. And I'll talk to you again, 6 a.m. Eastern time, Monday morning. Lord willing, see ya.